Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is seventeenth of May, twenty eighteen, and there's only half of us here. Well, actually, there's like two of us here, but one of us isn't Dave. The other one is Jim. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and instead of being joined from, by Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, who isn't here, I'm joined by Christine Schackinger from Sites Without Walls. Christine, thanks for hey. sitting in the uh, in the in the co-host seat. Thank you for having me. It's always good to be here. Well, today's a special day. I mean, and, and it, I, I'm really glad that you're in for today because uh, we got a, a really special guest, someone who's uh, who's who's really dear to my heart, and I'm sure really dear to your heart too. Kim Krausberg, the founder of uh, Create a Site Forms, um, and I, I would say the, the 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 UX goddess for like you know the length of my career at any rate. She's coming on the show after first break. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Kim's contributed so much to the community over the years. Well, you know, next week, um, on the 25th, the uh, the lights go dark at Create-A-Site. She, she's shutting the forms down. I know. I saw that. I was uh, I was sad to see that that's happening, but I totally understand that some, you know, sometimes it's time to, to move on to new chapters. But I know a lot of her uh, regulars will be very sad to see that closed down. 20 years. It opened yeah. in 1998. It's, it's yeah. 2018. So, what am I saying? 20 years. Um, yeah, well, 20 years. So, it's time. Anyway, speaking of time, we have a few minutes before before we got to go to break and we bring Chris, uh, bring Kim on. Um, it's about to So, we've had some social media action in the last, in the last week. Um, Facebook next like half a billion, 500 million or so accounts. And Twitter is finally taking action um, on, on, on bad characters in its environment? Yeah, right? So Facebook it took, uh, got rid of half a billion accounts, but they still have issues, whereas when I report a fake account, they're all coming back as not in violation, so they still have a ways to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter, though, I have to give them some credit. They did the big Twitter purge about two months ago where they um, purged known like fake accounts, like known bots. Um mm-hmm. But this time it's different. This time, if you're, uh, what they do is when uh, when these networks go after you is when they retweet your tweet, and then uh, an army of Twitter trolls, fake accounts, bots, paid whoever they are, will start attacking you. So like the last week, I had one that got 250 mentions, and it went on for two days straight of of retweeting, retweeting, nasty comment, nasty comment. So now they're going to start going after that behavior. So if you're someone that uh, is in a network with other people that are attacking people that don't follow you, that you don't normally interact with, um, if they are, uh, if you're in a network of known blocked accounts, if you're an account that's frequently blocked and other people are interacting with you and performing similar behaviors, these will not be eliminated from the site, but their ability to see their tweets will be suppressed. So they won't surface to the top and you'll have to click more tweets to see their replies or more replies to see their replies. So that's kind of... Go ahead. So, so, so quite frequently, like, uh, you know, crazy, crazy racist guy is going to be like tweeting really just out into the ether, thinking that he's reaching uh, a large audience. But in reality, he's reaching nobody. Yeah, but even more than that, this is about the bullying behavior. So mm-hmm. let's say you post on um, just most of these are politically based, right? So let's just say you post about a, a current issue like net neutrality, which is pretty benign in our industry. Um, mm-hmm. And you post, what they'll do is uh, the network will start attacking you to bully your your tweets, to make you not tweet. And they'll start just re-mentioning, retweeting, re-mentioning, retweeting, so that you get, every time you open up your Twitter account, you'll have 20, 50, 100 of these nasty attack tweets. And that's what they're going after now. Oh, indeed, indeed. But what I mean is eventually the, 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 the people who are manufacturing these tweets, the, uh, the bad oh, yeah. actors themselves... Like you said, their content isn't actually, or they're not going to get actually banned from Twitter. Their content is just going to get more and more and more suppressed over time. And eventually, like, you know, um, Meathead is going to be uh, 
typing, just ranting away to the ether. Exactly. And the best thing that we can do as people that do like Twitter is to report those accounts because and block them. Because now blocking is actually a signal to Twitter. Not that if just one account gets blocked, because then the network could use that against you, right? But if you are in a network of people that constantly have similar behaviors and a lot of your friends are blocked and you're like a new account, you haven't gotten a lot of blocks yet, they'll suppress you as well. Well, it'll be interesting to see if uh, to see how this works. I know that the, the people at Facebook and Twitter, uh, most you know, most of them are, are, are you know, very, very good um, intelligent, compassionate people who are caught in this weird conundrum where they've created this system where anybody can communicate and say anything they want to say, and you know, just being good people, the the the, the folks at at the, who who do the programming at Facebook and uh, uh, Twitter, they don't want to suppress people's right to speak or right to communicate with each other, but they're well aware that there's some like nasty, horrible, just depressing stuff, and and you know, um treasonous organizing um, happening because of their system. It, it must be a terrible position to be in, eh? Trying to solve this riddle without without actively suppressing anybody's rights? I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I mean, it's a private company, so in the U.S. They don't, there's not a right to free speech, but there is the principle of free speech. Uh, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. But there is, a, there is a, a, a body of work coming out now, which I kind of agree with, and that is it's not a lot, you're not protecting people's free speech when you allow others to build networks of fake accounts to suppress people's real speech. That's true. Right? Yeah, so that's – and these behaviors are pretty identifiable on Twitter. It's a little harder on Facebook, but the accounts usually have multiple random numbers at the end. They have photo stock uh, pictures and cover photos. Uh, they always they, – they'll have no tweets or – I mean, they'll have no followers or follows, but they'll have 30,000 tweets yeah. Um, and all their tweets are political and or or sports. That's the thing they try to mix in to make it more normal. Do you remember back um, in the day when like? Attacking. Oh yeah, all the tweets are are aggressive and attacking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like think yeah. about when you first went on Twitter. Did the first thing you would do would know to like find a hashtag and start attacking people for their political views? You're well, like, I, no. I don't know if it works yet. <laughs> the first thing I did was set up a whole bunch of fake accounts because I figured there was strength in numbers. <laughs> I'm a marketer after all, right? That's true. And that's what, that's, that's what I was going to mention. Like, you remember when you first went on Twitter? I mean, that had to be. And and I, I'm sorry, with the deepest respect, if I'm going to call shenanigans on you if you don't agree, but come on, the first thing you thought was, oh my goodness, there could be 10 of me. <laughs> no, actually, I shenanigans. On Twitter. I first got on Twitter when there was no um, there was no interface except the one screen. So I, I was like, how do I find any tweets? How do I tweet to other people? I don't understand this thing. But I got a quick introduction because that was around the time of the Veron thing, which we've talked about before. So well, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, got a you yeah. got a, a uh, full immersion education. Like you say when you want to tweet tweet to other people, I was thinking, well, how do I tweet to other people as if yeah. I'm to other people? Because back then you didn't know it didn't it didn't have an automatic reply. You had to know to like the the lingo and what to use and a period before the amp whatever that sign is and yeah mm -hmm. and retweet. How do you retweet? You had to know RT. It wasn't like you could just retweet. So, but yeah, I'm just saying that were, were kind that? back. People were kind back then. They they called you jerk instead of jagoff. Well, I don't think that people. I think when you see the when Twitter does do these purges and then the bot networks reappear, when they first do them, you notice normal discourse and it isn't this rancor and it isn't this hate speech and it isn't this attacking. Those are the bots and the networks and the paid trolls and the fake accounts. And and so I think as Twitter cleans this up and as Facebook cleans this up, we'll see that there's a lot more normal discourse out there. But the problem is all these accounts, they're programmed or whoever's there, if it's a person, to attack certain topics. And the minute that topic appears, they're there with the rancor and the hate and the, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think, if you if you look at the Pew Research, if we take out in the United States the, the labeling of left or right, we agree between 70 and 90% on most issues. Yeah. So I, I think social media has given a distortion because it's allowed these networks to continue for so long that there's all these, like, rabid, outraged, hateful people out there and and I don't think it's really true. I think that's more a creation of these uh, fake networks. There's some. Don't get me wrong. There's some. There definitely are and we definitely have other issues but I just mean like every single post, every single tweet isn't filled 
Oh, indeed, with indeed. hate and anger and outrage at all these different things. No, actually, you know, the truth is, I'm, I, I do social media marketing for, for a number of uh, small to medium size, it's only in one even large organization, and the vast majority of tweets are actually informative and helpful, people having good conversations. Um, like I, 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 I do, uh, uh, I, I work the Twitter feed of one of the largest bicycling communities in Toronto, and, you know, there's a lot of good-natured stuff going on there. It's not, not necessarily an evil place. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just that we've been kind of given that impression through all these fake account and fake networks. And if um, there's a one that just works on political side, but if you look at securingdemocracy.org, uh, I think it is, it's um, a think tank uh, creation. Um, they follow certain types of, of networks. So um, you can get a kind of interesting view there on uh, how pervasive the issue is at times. We got uh, we got Kim Krosberg waiting in the wings. Um, we don't want to keep her waiting too long, but there's a couple more stories I think we really really should touch on before uh, before we get to Kim. Cool. Um, you had this uh, this interesting interaction with uh, with Danny um, over uh, over was it personalization. Oh no! Uh, over... No 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 no! Yeah. Over over Google's AI that can actually take content off of a web page and write article off of it off, off of a bunch of different web pages and write a wikipedia like article yeah which remember how you used to get a you used to lose an affiliate account for spinning content <laughs> how, i don't think that this is any different <laughs> and actually i wonder about the copyright laws because if i'm in like let's say academics as i've been in graduate programs and I just took other people's content and then kind of rearranged it and didn't cite it, then I would be in a violation of many things, including copyright laws. So Danny That's really just not cool. Like that's, that's really that, not that's cool. Trump worthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's plagiarism. It's Trump worthy. It's it's plagiarism. And and if Google ever went this direction, my hope would be Bing would take the opportunity to or or DuckDuckGo get investors and go back to real search and people would just block Google. Because at that well, point, wait, let's, let's, let's take a content. step back and explain to the audience exactly what we're talking about because this is um, this is like science fiction stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, they're going to pull information from existing content online that they did not produce, that others produced, and then rejigger it to um, create summaries and articles. This is uh, this comes from a patent that uh, Roger Monty wrote about in uh, Search Engine Journal today, and uh, so so you you wrote to Danny Sullivan, you tweeted to Danny Sullivan in one of those non-aggressive tweets, um, <laughs> and uh, you were like, "Hey, Danny, what's the deal?" And Danny's like, "Hey, look, it's just a, it's, it's it's honestly, it's just a patent. We're just talking about it. We're not really doing it." And that's more or less what he said, right? Pretty much. And he said, just to be careful that that's out of Google Brain and not Google Search. And just because Google Brain came up with an idea, they wouldn't necessarily implement it. And although I am concerned. <laughs> yeah, just because I'm, we came up with this like really great way to control all the traffic, we're not really no. going to do it. Well, the only thing, it does run across copyright issues. And I would imagine that they would be instantly in court if they started ripping off people's content. Because Knowledge Graph takes pieces of um a data, right? Like time mm -hmm. or a movie review or something, uh, numbers. And that's not protected under U.S. copyright law if it's a piece of data. But if you're taking people's actual knowledge, actual um, writing, you know, those kind of things are covered under copyright law. And uh, just as we know, like in music, there'll be like, you know, five seconds of a song someone ripped off and didn't give credit or pay for. Um, it's not that different in, in the world of content either. So uh, I'd imagine it would be not that they don't have the lobbyists and the stuff to try to work around it, but at that point, um, if the, the sites aren't getting any visits or traffic and Google's just ripping off their content, at that point, who, what prevents Google from suddenly being the one that you don't want on your website? Right? Well, yeah, it's just funny, but I was reading, when I was reading Roger's piece, it's exactly what I was thinking. When are we going to start coming up with, uh, you know, when are we going to start blocking Googlebot just on principle? Back in the day, the affiliates and the hackers are the ones who promoted Google over Yahoo, and we saw what happened there. If, if Google went in this direction, I imagine there would be a big um, behind-the-scenes push to, to make Bing or somebody else the search engine. Because well, you know at that point, it's not helping anyone but Google, and it can't be a one-way relationship. Tell you what, 
Let's let's let's, let's play make a deal with uh, with Microsoft right now. If, if Microsoft, if you guys start dropping the large money back in the webmaster community again, like you did back before two thousand and eight, we might think about it. We really might think hard about it. Yeah, I would say that that's probably true because there's a lot of uh, ways that the you know Google think, starting to feel that this relationship's a one way direction. Oh, oh my God! Indeed. <laughs> um, you know what? It'll be fun when Kim comes on. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to revisit that. Um, I'm sure she'll have a few choice words to say about that too. Okay, <laughs> a, couple, a couple more really fast things. Um, remember, have, you ever, have you ever told? Have you ever been like talking to a client about how search results are composed, and you say to the client, "Look, it's, it's personalization is is actually a large factor in it. If you were to do a search, and I were to do a search, and we'd be right beside each other." on our own machines, we'd probably have radically different search results because of personalization. Have you ever tried that, saying that to a client? Yeah, especially when they come to you and go, we're number one, and you're like, no, you just clicked on it a lot. <laughs> well, according to Google, um, personalization isn't all that we think it's cracked up to be. Apparently, um, location and language have a far, far greater influence over search results than personalization does. And when I was reading that, I was sort of... Uh, scrunching my eyes to eyebrows together going but that doesn't match my experience i have a theory on that that i can't talk about right now because i haven't sussed it out yet but mm -hmm. i would say you are correct and also i put location even though no technically it's not quote what they're looking at at personalization location and language is you're personalized to you so well okay. indeed, but 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 you know i search for uh, i search for blue widgets all the time you search for green widgets all the time um you're more likely your results are more likely to favor green widget and related results over my blue widget related results, right? Ah, except that when you have personalization turned off, your results get very meaningless. Well, I never well okay. <laughs> so <laughs> are, we, are we quibbling over where they had personalization on or off? Is, is that the deal here? No, no, I'm just saying that I think it plays a heavier role than they're saying, and I think that they're quibbling... Um, when they say that geolocation and language are different, well, no, they're part of the person, you know. The, yeah. the only thing that makes that make sense to me, and this is this is going to sound crazy, is mobile search. Ah. But you'd, you'd think with mobile, they have even more information on the individual user, right? So over ah. time, that's, that's got to become a factor. I would think so, but also they, they're not very good at geolocation. They always think I'm in California. So, uh, yeah, but you're, uh, I imagine that has something to do with the way Nevada, I mean, California, you're not far, are you? No, I mean, it puts me in LA, which is four hours away. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay, that's a little <laughs> yeah. So no, they look at things. They are currently looking at things. I don't know how they're incorporating them, but they are looking at them as all the stuff in your device, right? How are you moving? Where are you at? Um, speed of movement, things like that yeah. on the mobile. So and I know those are factored into their assessments, but I don't know that it's factored as a ranking factor. We, uh, you know, I was going to make some I-95 joke, but I actually don't know the highway in, uh, in Vegas that's slow all the time. Uh, oh, just like say Spaghetti Bowl right now. They've been doing construction for two years. You can just say Spaghetti Bowl and it'll cover it all. <laughs> easy enough to confuse with the I-5 in uh, L.A. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, we got to take a break. We have Kim Krausberg sitting in the wings, and we've been, you know, I don't want to. I, I honestly don't want to make her wait too long because she is one of the coolest people on earth. So, on behalf of Christine Chack of Different Sight Without Walls, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 17th of May, 2018, and we're back with Tim Crossberg after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Are you looking the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. 
the Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Not on my watch, our military service members say, as they volunteer to serve, as they move out, stand firm, and take fire. So not on our watch, we say, to the severely ill or injured veterans who can't get the care they deserve to live full and independent lives, even when there's no government funding or a nursing home seems like the only option. We won't leave one warrior behind. Not on our watch. Join us at findwwp.org. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on Webmaster, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and I'm joined by Christine Schackinger from Sight Without Walls. And Christine and I are joined by the one and only, the legendary Kim Krausberg. Kim, welcome back to Webtology. Hi, nice to talk to with you guys and girls. It's <laughs> wonderful having you here. Um, I wish we had you here under. Uh, well, you know, these are these are actually these are celebrationary circumstances. It's just a time of great change. Since 1998, you have run one of the preeminent webmaster forums on the internet, create a site, uh, the create a site forums. Um, thousands of webmasters have come through the forums in, in, those, in those two decades and learned their craft, honed their craft, and uh, made a network of new friends. And um, a week tomorrow, Friday the, uh, the 25th, uh, create a site goes dark. Right. And everybody thinks it's because of the GDPR. Totally coincidental. Okay. Um, um, when, well, I picked that, when I picked that date. I, I guess that, that's as good an opening as any. Um, after 20 years, um, why, why May 25th? Because it's right before I turned 60. <laughs> so it's okay. like my, a birthday present to myself. 
<laughs> You've operated these forums for uh, for again for two decades. You've been the the, the head moderator, the uh, the web yeah. ma- the web mistress, uh, chief bottle washer. Now it's not like you haven't delegated. You've had you've had um, some some of the, some of the bigger names in the business have been, have have been moderators that create a site. Who, who's worked with you over the years? Well, um, in the very beginning, Bill Slosky was uh-huh. there. Um, he was there before I was a uh, full-fledged forums way back when I was back in e-groups and um, the club stage. And then, um, you know, it just kind of was one of those things where you kind of test the waters, people start to come. Um, I had a couple regulars. Um, and then Ammon and I had already been friends in other forums, Web Position Gold being one of the big ones. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. That's going back a ways. And so it was sort of a, hey, Kim, why don't you make this a real forum? <laughs> and so then Ammon joined as co-admin along with Bill and Jill Whalen did. Mm-hmm. And so, we relaunched. Recap, three names here to recap. Bill Slosky, who incidentally was on Webcology last week. Ammon Johns, the, 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 the um, legendary English SEO. And one of the... Uh, I'd say one of the the, 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 the founding mothers of SEO, uh, Jill Whalen. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. I was amazed. Um, I mean, Bill and I had already been pretty good friends. I was amazed when Ammon and Jill were like, oh, well, let's help him out. Let, let's get this going. And, and then, you know, history, it kind of took off from there. Um, and it's, it's been through a lot. You know, as a forums and as a community, um, Jill, of course, went on. Once she got her feet wet and like, oh, this is kind of cool, and she started high rankings. Mm-hmm. And, um, and but Emin and Bill stuck with me for a long time. And then, of course, as you know, a lot of famous people came through. Mm-hmm. Well, and, one guy in general, Barry Welford, is uh, is still involved. Yeah, Barry Welford. Um, um, Barry Schwartz actually keeps track uh-huh. of the conversations and then, you know, anything that looks good. You know, he was a moderator for a while and um, then he started his own, you know, Rusty Brick. Um, oh, I mean, my, my mind's going to go blank, but there's probably between 30 and 35 moderators and admins that came through. And um, some of them went on to become CEOs and, and, um, like Rand Fishkin um, was one of them. Um, you know, Jim Banks was there. Um, wow. You know, Def- um, Peter Defonso. I don't even know what ever happened. Oh my to him. God! He- yeah, I remember him. <laughs> Holy jumping! Yeah, he was there. Adrian. Um, oh God, I'm going to wreck his last name. Um, I don't know if you remember. Um, his his handle was I love Jack Daniels. It's David Childs, and he's got his own company now. Actually, I think he's got two. Um, and of course, Jack Daniels ran after him for that name. Mm-hmm. Um, so- and you know, if anybody's listening to this and they're like, "Come, she's forgetting me," it's going to be awful because there's there's so many people. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure people have to appreciate that it's been 20 years. There's been um, yeah. again. I I I I got a feeling I'm underestimating when I say thousands of webmasters have made their way through the forums, probably in the tens of thousands. Uh, do you do you have right. an idea? And it's still Bob. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. What was that? Well, I was going to ask. Do you have any idea how many people have actually gone through the forums over time? No. <laughs> no. A lot. Suffice <laughs> it to say, a lot. Um, yeah. What, well, and with they they bounce between um, webmaster like webmaster world and create a site would share people and share moderators, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and so you know, Brett and I like if I saw him at a at a conference, we would nudge, nudge, wink, wink. wink. How the heck long, much longer are we going to be doing this? Because we just really had no idea. But I thought it was cool that some of his moderators were also my moderators as well. People didn't know that. 
Well, I mean, there's a lot of crossover in the industry, and uh, one of the things that's that's been a, I guess, a hallmark of this industry um, above above anywhere else I've ever worked in my career at any rate has been just the the helpful nature, the the the, the want to to meet each other and help each other that you know the even competitors have in the industry. Um, because of sites like uh, or forums like Create a Site, um, I think we 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 developed this form of cooperative and creative competition. And um, mm-hmm. of all the things, of all the things that, uh, that that happened over the years, what do you think the um, great long term accomplishment of Create a Site and, and other forums like it have been? Um, it was the place where you could go to ask questions and learn if you wanted to and participate uh, without, um, I don't know, we, I kind of hate to say it, but the way that we talk and communicate globally and online changed. And when that happened, so did the forums. Okay. Um, Interesting. So you can sort of watch, like, if you look at the archives and go through some of the earlier threads, like around, um, from like 2004 to 2006 and eight, there were long, people were just typing in books of, and having real discussions and with examples and links and, you know, and the website hospital, okay, well, this is what you need to do to fix blah, blah, blah. And it was for free. I mean, we had free website testing there for years. And people, it was a, come bring your website if you want help, help somebody else, and then they will help you. I help, you know, one of those situations. And mm-hmm. um, the, we just don't see those kind of conversations anymore. It's, I don't know what happened with Facebook, Twitter, but everything just got whittled down to nothing. You know, very, very little. And I find people being less civil to each other, attacking each other more in forums. That happened. That's always happened. Um, You get people in there who are very, very competitive. And um, especially if, you know, SEOs, especially in the early days when they were starting out. uh, Well, that's not how you do that. And um, you would, there would be camps as well. Um, I know that Emin and I, didn't go for a lot of the baloney, whereas everybody else was like, oh, we have to do it this way. And we're like, no, you really don't. <laughs> you're being so polite. And I know I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Right? You're being so polite. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, that actually helped um, with developed the create, creators like community was that we, we were the place where you knew you would be treated with kind of open arms and friendly and you wouldn't be attacked. But boy, let me tell you, if, if you were a jerk, you were out. And over time, that like I think over the whole 20-year history, I could count on one hand the number of people that were actually banned because they were being stupid. Um, and I really only have like one or two that comes to my mind. I think that's amazing. So so all through the, all through the changes in the internet, and they've been manifest over the last 20 years, I mean, like, Listeners out there, if any of you remembers what it was like 20 years ago on the internet, um, that's that's pretty amazing. You're rare. Um, but over over 20 years, two decades, you were able to keep the same yeah. sort of culture. Yes. That's, that's well, I had a rule that that like in the we had a I don't know, but people saw what they saw in the front end, and then in the back room, we called it the back room. All the moderators, we had our own little mini community and support system. And that was where I could blow off steam and, and swear and like, oh, okay, what's going on with this guy? And what do I do? And um, like Diane Beagle, she came over from Gym World and she was amazing with me. She kept me calm at times when I was just about ready to lose my marbles. Um, everybody kind of did their part with keeping it going and keeping it sane and how to handle um, unruly guests, I guess you could say. <laughs> it's like running a hotel. Um, but the back room, um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but that was the major, that was where I said, okay, 
the rules that we're going to follow is is don't post unless it's is it necessary is it kind um what was the other one is it oh is it true is it necessary is it kind and that was like the the baseline guideline and that was how we approached everybody who came to the forum it's just like okay don't post if you're you're really drunk or you're high or you're just really upset about something because it's just not going to go over really well at all and they picked up on that the community did See, this is this is why I was never able to participate. You see, <laughs> just out of, out, of, out, of, out of respect. Um, <laughs> um, so, what do you do about misinformation? One of the one of the things that was hardest for me uh, moderating um, at conferences was when you get a speaker up on stage and they start spouting off misinformation, where you just you, you're like you want to be respectful of their of uh, of their space and stuff, but you just know they're so wrong. What would you do in, the, in those kind of instances? Like, in Correct the them. You know, we would just back it up with facts, figures. Um, I politely disagree. And and other people were not as nice. I mean, Ammon, of course, was more, more for, forceful. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't tell you how many times he yelled at me. Um, we still joke around about that. Um well, you, you were just you were just hanging out with them, and in uh, him and David Harry and uh, uh, Terry Van Horn have a, have a, a hangout. You were just hanging out with those guys uh, a few weeks ago, weren't you? Right. Yeah. Periodically, I, I drop in, um, and then I was just um, at David Harry's the other day. Um, it was really funny. David goes, "You were never really an SEO, were you?" I'm like, "I predated him. That you know, I, I was an SEO first. Because um, a lot of people associate me with the usability side, mm-hmm. which is where I went in 2001. But I started out as a, as an SEO, and now, then kind of did the for for younger listeners out here. For younger listeners out there, this is an interesting trick of time. Watch this. So, so Kim, do you still consider yourself an SEO? I work for SEOs. I keep track of everything SEOs do, and they call me an SEO, but I don't consider myself an SEO. How's that? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh, youngins, you would have had a great demonstration, but it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to. Um, see, for me, <laughs> for me, 2001 was like yesterday. Um, but, you know, when you think about it, that was quite a long time ago. Um, and... Right. Uh, I associate. It's funny. I associate you with the SEO world, but at the same time, I associate usability with the SEO world. That's 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 a facet, an important facet of uh, of SEO. Because if it's absolutely usable for the for the for the, the live user, you know, it's eminently spiderable. Right, right. When and that was what I had figured out. And I also couldn't understand why people were trying to SEO and and market websites that were broken. Um, my eyes were opened, and I've told this story a thousand million times, but um, it, when I was a user interface engineer and I was plopped into usability testing, that that just, like, turned my world upside down. So I was doing usability work during the day, and I was moonlighting at night as an SEO, and I did that for a couple of years. And then I just kind of flipped into usability all the time and accessibility as well. Okay, there's uh, usability, accessibility, and the relationship with SEO are kind of big packages that I would love to dive into. If we can get you to stick around for a few minutes, we've got to take a break. Um, the, uh, the the guys in the studio are kind of, you know, kind of important to them. Yelling at you, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, friends, on behalf of Christine Schackinger and Kim Crossberg, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media, and you are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 17th of May, 2018, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
SoSocial, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. SoSocial is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let SoSocial give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 17th of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger of Digital Always Media, and Dave's not here, man. Um, we have Christine Chackinger from Sight to the Walls in the co host seat, and Christine and I um, are. Um, well, we, uh, we have Kim Krausberg sitting in the interview chair. Um, before we get back to Kim, I want to send a, uh, congratulations out to David Satella, PPC rock star. David Satella recorded his 10th anniversary episode, uh, two hours, well, an hour and a half ago, uh, today. Uh, I think, I think, it, uh, that podcast has already been posted on, up at webmasterradio.fm. And it's being distributed through that great machine we call the internet, David Satella. Um, congratulations, man. Uh, this episode, he had uh, uh, Puna Virgi, Lisa Ressler, and his very first guest ever, uh, another legend, Matt Von Wagner. Uh, so again, David Satella, congratulations, dude. A whole decade of broadcasting. Also, Affiliate Buzz did its 500th show. James Martell, congratulations. 500's a hell of an accomplishment, man. Okay, um... Actually, we're, we're talking with somebody who has hosted one of the preeminent forums in uh, the webmaster and SEO world for the last two decades, uh, Kim Krausberg, the uh, the uh, proprietor of Create a Site Forum, and um, well, I guess it's, it's kind of a sad but celebratory occasion because Create a Site is uh, going dark in uh, in in seven days. Um, Again, why did you, why why is it why did you choose to shut it down instead of just handing it off to a member of the community? Well, there wasn't anybody to hand it to. Um, there is a um, discussion going on, a private discussion, um, but uh, at this point, it's a financial burden for whoever takes it on, and mm-hmm. it's a twenty four seven job that nobody wants to do for free. So that's you, kind of... You never did charge a mission been, or, or, or have a, a real revenue model, did you? No, no. There, um, there was a little bit of hope when um, Jim Boykin took, acquired it in 2012, and that was his idea. And for all the forums, including Webmaster World, um, but that didn't happen, and for when, for whatever reason, his his plans for the for all the forms didn't really work out, and so I got them back. But they, I'm the only one there. There's um, I am lost, puts in time at Webmaster World, and helps me when it can. But 
he's also really, really busy. So pretty much what it boiled down to was I was carrying it alone and, um, and paying for it and paying an arm and a leg for it because I moved it to the company that has owns the software because I didn't have a tech admin. So finally it just kind of became a, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's not the big forms that it used to be. It's not that well trafficked anymore. There's not a big community. And of course, as soon as I said I was closing, then everybody's like, no. And everyone it's very confusing. Okay. That's weird. Well, why, why that kind of phenomena? They, they, they don't value it till it's almost gone. But I don't think that's true because I think people actually did value it. Um, it's just, yes. what happened? What do you think? The, the, the media moved on? or They are finding each other in Facebook. And one of my past moderators is trying to rally a bunch of people to, from the community to go there. But there's a... a, a um, handful of my regulars that are not on Facebook at all and they don't want to have anything to do with it and they there's also um, we call it labs I set that up when um, a couple years ago there's actually a private forum that where the SEOs can talk about SEO stuff away from the public and away from search engines so if they want to test something or if they have a theory or they just don't want anybody to know what they're up to. That's where they talk. And those are the people that really have no place to go. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I feel bad about that, but (laughs) um, nobody has. Yeah, they are. I have, there's really, really smart people at create a site. I think a lot of other people came to read, but the other reason I closed, um, or want to close is 99.9% of all the registrations I get are bots and people who are coming there to spam. Hmm. And I, I have so many things in place. Um, and we've never, before there was no follow, we jumbled our links. We've never had followed links and create a site, but we are on some list that says that it does, which that's just not true. Um, but I get spammers trying to get into the forums every single day, 24 seven. And I just spend most of my time not letting them in. And then if, if I'm nice and I let somebody through that doesn't have any past history or I, you know, can prove that it's a human, they wait about a month and then they pounce and link drop or they'll drop a whole article. Pardon me. That's just so disappointing. eh? Yeah, it's in in some ways it's the SEOs um, kind of tanked it. You know, they if 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 they came for a conversation or to you know discussions like they do in in Facebook, that would be one thing. But that was not happening. It you know I I would say for the past two years the discussions left and went to Facebook or um, Google Hangouts. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, 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 of course, just want to throw in a hashtag, not all SEOs. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> not all. They're, they're, well, and, and the others who have learned what I was going through were like, they're horrified. They're like, you have to freaking be kidding me. And I'm like, no, it's kind of the way it is. I mean, and, of course that's and, happening. I'm, anyone who's run, a, who's run their own blog has been like attacked by the spam bots, right? Like, of course, of course, yeah. that's what's happening. Right. Well, and I have a couple of things in place. And one of the questions is, how did you learn about the forums? Well, you should see some of the answers. Um, really stupid stuff. And then the other one is I ask them to give me their Twitter account. And that is one of the ways that I can tell that they're new and they're just looking for a place to link drop because their Twitter accounts are brand new. They don't even have any followers. So that's an automatic, no, you're not coming in. <laughs> you can read all you want, but... I know why you're here. You know, Jack Dorsey and, wanted to talk to you like years ago, but but he he, he should have. He didn't. He didn't. Hmm. Twitter Twitter just came out with very similar rules about. Uh, we we covered that the, the earliest early part of the show. Uh, you had them years ago. Huh. Uh, ways to detect yeah. fake accounts and 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 spam bots. Um, we're almost out of time. Oh, you I, went to I, leave I, your stuff. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I should take pictures. I I even have a forum thread that's in public. Everybody can see it. And it's the, the stupid SEO wall. I forget what it's called. But where we were just posting all the stupid stuff that we were getting. And after a while, we're like, yeah, we'll just throw up their name. You know, I mean, if you're going to be an idiot, have, have go, you know, <laughs> we were getting so frustrated. Um, and th- that thing's like several pages long. Okay. We're down to our last two minutes, Kim. Oh, it's, it's just flown. Um, what's next? You've just, you've recently, you've been, I, we, we opened this, we opened your segment uh, playing the David Bowie song changes because there's a whole bunch of changes that have been happening in your lives in your life. You've recently just moved into this like ancient farmhouse. That's totally not haunted. Um, yeah, not haunted. Totally not haunted. Like all, all guests, she swears it's totally not haunted. Um, that must be kind of amazing. eh? Yeah. Yeah. And I got to bring over a horse, a, a, a rescued racehorse, off track racehorse. Um, there's seven people here. We're counting the boyfriends and girlfriends of my kids. Plus my mm-hmm. kids. Um, but yeah, if the house is 1830 or 1860, and the barn's going back to the 1700s, um, so amazing. So, so what's next? Um, going to be teaching more. Um, we one of the reasons why we bought this farm was so that I can do some teaching locally here. We're renovating the barn, and um, have some ideas for that. Uh, I don't seem to to travel as much anymore, but I can do video stuff. We have a studio we're we're building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, you know, I I need to teach and I need to be able to share what I what I learn or and what I know with the SEO so, and usability and accessibility. So that's the direction. So this isn't a retirement. This is a retrenchment. No. Right? You're 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 doing other stuff, but no longer creative. But it's not a retirement. Right. No. And I, my consulting stuff um, is, you know, 150% go, um, you know, uh, that's my meat and butter, bread and butter. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, yeah, I um, can't wait. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just not in the forums. Oh, indeed. I can't, I can't wait to the day I announce I retire. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> Honest to goodness. I think we're... Wait, we've, they are up for auction, by the way. I did put them up just in case somebody wanted to take over. Oh, you oh, know, oh, it's, they're on GoDaddy. For for all you uh, hardcore SEOs out there, 20-year history domain, you can't sneeze at that, although you might link spam the hell out of it. Um, although that's not advisable, of course. We've <laughs> gone full clock. We've got Kim Krosberg. Thank you so much for spending time with us on Book Culture today. As you can uh, hear in the background, friends, that's that's the closed music. So, on behalf of Christine Shackinger from Slides Without Walls, Jim Edgeman from Jolly's Media, you've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm on the uh, 17th of May, 2018. Stick around webmasterradio.fm. Stick around the network. There's more great stuff coming up after the news. Webcology will be back next week. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.